Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast for nonprofits, where fundraisers get the strategies, the encouragement, the hope they need to keep fundraising, keep getting their mission fully funded. Today, I'm going to be sharing a story from the master storyteller, the most quoted storyteller in history, Jesus. We're going to tell one of his stories, look at his challenge, and then I'm going to affirm you and send you on your way. Today, we're talking about who is my neighbor. Welcome to the show. One of the most segregated parts of the day in my high school was lunchtime. In the school lunchroom, all the black kids sat together, all the rednecks sat together, all the jocks sat together, all the nerds, uh, that was my table, all the nerds we sat together, all the preppies sat together, all the cheerleaders sat together. When it came time to sit down and eat, all the uh, birds of a feather flocked together. It seems that for humanity, this flocking together is the norm. As a fundraiser, this matters to us particularly because we're called to invite people who eat at different tables to come together and participate in each other's lives. Jesus saw this flocking together as a problem. He called it a neighbor problem. When we live our lives with people just like us, we're not being neighborly. That we should love our neighbor as ourselves, that was his message. He pointed out how our tendency to gravitate toward people like ourselves, it's problematic. He taught that we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves, Luke 10.27, one day, a particularly smarty-pants, very religious man who wanted to make himself look good at Jesus' expense asked, Who is my neighbor? As was his practice, Jesus tells a story. Tapping into his Jewish audience's prejudice, he tells a story about a racial group that the Jews hated. Samaritans. Jewish people hated Samaritans. They believed God blessed them to hate Samaritans. They believed their hate was a holy hatred. They believed Samaritans were ceremonially unclean. If a Samaritan's shadow fell on a Jewish person, they would be unclean. Jews believed that if a Samaritan woman entered one of their villages, the whole village would be unclean. A regular prayer of thanksgiving for Jewish people in church was, God, I thank you that I was not, number one, born a woman, and number two, a Samaritan. Whoa. So um, Jesus tells a story He tells a story of terror and hardship where, of all people in his story, it's a Samaritan that saves the day, the Good Samaritan. The story positions the Good Samaritan as the hero. You see, good and Samaritan were two words Jewish people would not put together. He then forces this smarty-pants scriptural lawyer to admit that it's the Samaritan 
who's the hero and the true neighbor. Our neighbor, defined by Jesus' story in Luke 10, our our neighbor is someone who's nothing like us and is part of another culture group outside of ours. Silah, pause and think about what it means from Jesus' story to be a neighbor. A neighbor is someone totally different than me. A a neighbor is someone who is not a part of my cultural group. A neighbor is someone who I may have little in common with. Who might be a neighbor to an affluent white businessman? What about a poor black welfare mother who survives on food stamps and subsidized housing? Who might be a neighbor to an affluent black male? What about an overweight white man who puts a pinch of tobacco between his cheeks and gums, drives a pickup truck, has a bumper sticker on on it that says, my kid beat up your honor roll student. (laughs) Jesus' story explains why you and I hold the value of serving our people, our beneficiaries so high. His story explains why fundraising matters to us supremely. Ah, the beneficiaries and the donors that we serve are neighbors. Wow. Your mission as a nonprofit leader involves helping people love their neighbors. Our mission as fundraisers is to help people who live their lives sitting at one table with people just like them to consider leaving their table and being a part of someone's life who's totally not like them. When we love on people not like us, and when we invite people from one table to love on someone sitting at another table, we're following the divine command to love God with all our heart, our soul, our strength, and our mind. And we're challenging people to love their neighbors as they love themselves. Loving on people not like us, it makes us a very special breed. Fundraising lifts us up into the divine role of helping people love other people like they love themselves. It makes us true followers of Jesus. Truly, as fundraisers, we're not begging We're not pleading, but rather we're inviting humanity to partner with providence to address injustice, to right wrongs, to leave the world we found in a better place. And we're inviting people to love their neighbors like themselves. Wow. Look at you, fundraiser. Look at what a historical. What a historic, what a divine, what a role you play in the life of history. Wow. I want to thank you for your commitment to see your neighbors as worthy of being a fundraiser and inviting all your neighbors to love each other. Wow. Listen, I've, that's our show for today, but I've created a resource for fundraisers in the faith community called Faith to Ask, where I tell stories just like I've done today, stories from the history of Scripture, where I challenge you 
to see these stories in a different way. I challenge you to see yourself as a character inside these stories, actually working with God for His divine purposes. You'll see inside this course, Faith to Ask, that you're one of a long line of visionary history makers like Jesus, Paul the Apostle, King David, Elijah, and more. Inside the course, I'll walk you through the stories of Scripture, just like I've done today, and challenge you to see them from the vantage point of a fundraiser. Now, likely, you've never done this before. So looking at these old stories in a new way will fill you with the faith to approach your fundraising with a new zeal and joy. Click the link in the show notes and you can check it out today. So that's today's show. Let me send you away with some positive affirmations. We are proud nonprofit leaders. We're on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging, we're not pleading. You see, we are inviting humanity to partner with providence, to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, to leave the world we found in a better place. So until next time, this is David Oaks reminding you of some minor touches that lead to major impact. So long. <laughs>